0: this audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only now let's get it on what jody i'm gonna fucking kill you okay now i hope you fucking overdose on cocaine now (laughs) say po boys podcast
1: welcome to the po boys podcast how can we fuck your day up (laughs) <laughs> beautiful welcome to the po boys podcast we don't think rape is good but we turn a blind eye rape 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 on the first fucking date now i had anxiety terrible anxiety that i didn't realize it was anxiety all growing up that you know might have been from like you know seeing people argue and you know i mean you know all that kind of stuff you know, there, there's definitely flaws in their character. Right. But, but never, like, come I definitely, to blows. I definitely recognize and appreciate that I was extremely, extremely lucky. Right. Well, that was one I of hit the... Things. I hit the lottery. And from that, you know, it put me in this place to be able to look at all these things and then celebrate them.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, you can look at stuff objectively and appreciate the yes. fact that you never had a fight at a fucking Fourth of July.
1: <laughs> I mean, it might have fucking... been a little bit of that, but never like fight fight. No, we were we were we loved being around each other. We were getting fucking
0: hammered. And, yeah, I think there, there's the Fourth of July for me. Like my arm, grandma's arm got broken. My uncle flipped his truck. My, what? Mom, my mom you and said your got, grandmom? Oh dude, it was a crazy fucking day <laughs> <laughs> My uncle just got out of prison Got into a fight with my Ex-crackhead uncle And then my grandma got pushed, she broke her arm And then he flipped his truck It was it was the 4th of July One of many That's a
1: fucking 4th of July for you right there <laughs> Holy shit. But it's Talk to me on the 5th Got a low
0: reputation In a bad attitude Cause all I want to do is something that I ain't supposed to do. But I can't change the things I love. I guess I'm just a victim of cheap, cheap thrills, don't you know? Alright. Hello, and welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B. And tonight, special guest gangster, all the way from the East Coast live and live in color. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am more than thrilled this evening to be joined by a very funny person that I've only recently discovered, and I'm kind of curious to get into some of the story a little bit and find out more about him. Climbing the ranks of the iTunes charts with his co-host, Kevin Ryan. Uh, please welcome... H Foley to the show. Hey, buddy, good to see you, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming. I'm, uh, I'm excited to get to the bottom of some stuff this evening, sir, because uh, you've kind of fallen into my lap the last few months. You dropped in on some of the shows that I was listening to, and I go, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like, <laughs> I like your voice. I like uh I like your your jokes. I, I really enjoy your content and then I stumbled onto your show and now I'm a hook line and sneaker. I'm in the boat, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you, man. I really appreciate
1: that. That's very nice of you to say. And we've been going back and forth on Twitter a little bit, goofing around. That's which what, has been fun.
0: Yeah, well that's what I think at this point technically we're dating. So like I don't mean to make a big deal or anything. <laughs> in
1: Arkansas we're married. That's what All I'm right, saying. I'm
0: pregnant. It's common law. I've really enjoyed getting to know both of you guys and I know that generally your show is about now bringing on other comics and, and getting into the bottom right. of their trashiness which i love mm-hmm. because i think there's a little bit of trash in all of us we're yeah that
1: was kind of the idea of are you garbage that, that no matter where you grew up or who you are that we were all somehow tied together through uh you know the little things that our families passed down to us as far as like
0: you know our mannerisms and stuff or just how we grow up great well what's crazy is and i'm not shitting on this at all i want you to understand my point of view from here this is not a new format There's another very famous comedian who has used this for many, many years, and he probably still does it. Uh, His name's Jeff Foxworthy. I don't know if you're familiar, but it was a big staple in my house as a child. You might be a redneck. Oh, you might
1: be a redneck, yeah.
0: The cool thing about your show is with You Might Be a Redneck stuff, it's stuff that only I'm going to get. And the rest of you motherfuckers are just going to laugh because we're bumpkins. I get that. This is better. It opens your, your range to people from all walks of life, all colors and credos and everything. Like there's certain things sure. that are involved with your line of questioning that I think are hilarious because I know, <laughs> oh, yeah, he fucking does that shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we take, we take most of it comes either we do it or we've seen it done. Yeah. As far as like what we think is garbage. And for some reason, Kevin and I just were both, you know, we grew up similar backgrounds, you know, like really close together in the suburbs of Philly. So we were around a lot of the same type of people. You know, we're both Irish Catholic. You know, like a lot of times we don't even have to say, like, do you think that's garbage or do you think that's garbage? We know instantly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, what the other one you say. look at each other and get a little gleam in your eye and you're like oh this is fucked up <laughs> trash how i long, love it so you're from the philly scene how long have you guys known each other uh, how long have y'all been together fully uh
1: i started doing stand-up and i think 08 in 2008 in philadelphia and kevin probably started uh 2010 or 2011. Right. And it was a very small scene in Philadelphia. And if you weren't like in with, you know, like the Helium crowd, which was the big club there, you know, you kind of had to, you know, it was kind of do it yourself. You had to figure out how to get up, how to learn. And this is when we were just learning how to do it. Yeah. You know, not even trying to like be successful, just trying to figure out how to be stand up. So we started a show uh, in Philadelphia at the place called the Raven Lounge Uh, was a center city comedy show. And the two original members were Chris Cotton and Conrad Roth. And then I came on and we just ran it like an open mic slash showcase show. Yeah. And it was upstairs in the attic and we packed the place out and it was just like a really fun vibe. And then we kind of rotated the host and who was running it um, as it went. Like after a couple of years, Kevin, he started running it with uh, our other buddy, Tom Cassidy and blah, blah, blah. So we started in the same little scene. Um, in philadelphia and we 've been working on things together almost since we met. We started doing sketches when we first met. Um, you know kind of all of us did either in like little pockets or whatever. It was just you know it was just really hit the ground running and figure it out as you go and you know it 's us against the world and 's been doing it ever since and him and I had a podcast together for a long time called the Center City Comedy Podcast when we first moved to New York and it was me, him, Tom Cassidy, Derek Gaines, and uh, Reggie Conquest, you know in some variation throughout the five years and it's just we can, you know, we had a loyal following, but we could just never really crack through. So just our chemistry wall. has mm-hmm. been building for a long time.
0: It seems like you've got history. And that's why I was at. I don't know yeah. if you guys were friends from school or something like, obviously, yeah. I know you weren't like childhood friends, but it's like, I don't know how these guys bumped into each other. But it is. We would have been. We would have been. And that, you know, <laughs> that's
1: that's the fun thing. It's like, you know, if we would have grown up together, we would have, we would have been friends. Well, cause he can't, cause he can't stand anything that I do, which, you know, just adds into the, you know, the dynamic of
0: the, of the relationship. It's show content of nothing else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize a few of those other names. Like I know Derek Gaines, I would say arguably one of the best laughs in comedy right now. I fucking love hearing Derek laugh. And, uh, the other one what Chris Cotton, he's, he's dead now. Is he not? Yeah. Chris passed away in uh, December. That sucks. I, th- I think I heard the story. That's, it's not good, man. Like, you guys are basically building a scene. And it's kind of like you need every soldier at that point. So I just, I hate to hear it, man. Like, you know, it, it's not an easy life. I get that. And uh, everybody runs into different stuff. So I just, man, poor guy. He was the best. Yeah. This, I, don't, I, had, I don't know of him very much. I think I caught him on an episode of Rap uh, with Lewis maybe once or twice. Because him and Zach I think were, we're familiar, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, yeah. I'm not sure. But no. Um, so now, here it is. You've progressed. You've been doing it how long now? About uh, almost 11, 12 years? Is that what you said? Oh nine. Stand up, yeah. Yeah. And so you found yourself here with this this new project, the Are You Garbage uh-huh. Show and everything. And it's taken off, man. Like, I think you're really striking a chord with people. And uh, I love it. Like, I know earlier you made it an, uh, on another episode you said – Oh, we got like a thousand of these things. Like, did you guys actually sit around and write these things down or like are, constantly? Yeah. <laughs> just the notebooks upon we're, notebooks. Yeah. Fold. It's
1: we're constantly we're constantly writing them as as we think of them. Yeah. I would I would say 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But it's not it's not even really like that. It's just like, oh, that's garbage. Or if you think of something or see something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, the other day, I, 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 yesterday I was driving behind somebody and they had a dirty, you know, back windshield. Yeah. And from that, a question emerged. Have you ever been a person who's written wash me in dust on the back of somebody's
0: car? Sure. (laughs) That's garbage. (laughs) At at least once or twice. I think I would draw a dick on the back of it like that. Yeah, there you go. That too. So that's a lot of this stuff. I'm sure you have experience. Like, is there one of those questions that are the routine questions that you ask that's like that's a fully special, like something that's directly from you or something that you did as a kid that you.
1: I mean, honestly, it really all is, man. I mean, the milk (laughs) with dinner, that's obviously, that's like my, that's, you know, that's my tag, my moniker, is that growing up, we always had milk for dinner, and I never thought for a second that that would be considered trashy or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, the first time I said that to Kevin, he was like, what the fuck? You milk with dinner? There's different
0: levels of trash to milk with dinner, because it's like my mom puts ice in her milk, and I want to hit her like every time she does it. And, uh, like, I don't know if you had this one. Cause I'm not a big fan of milk, but as a kid, like, they would just I make you fuck. I, I like it with cereal. I like shit. But, like, just drinking milk, it's got to be cookies or something happening. Just when I was a kid, I would get the big glass. Like, I don't know if you would get your range of things, but you get, like, the tumbler of milk. And then it was kind of a thing. Like, well, you're not, you're not leaving until you finish that fucking milk. And I can't tell you how much, like, room temperature... Milk I've had to drink as a child. Oh, that's brutal. Killed me, bro. I think it was like a ploy to make me hate milk as an adult because I've heard other people do it like just strict ass parents. that are just don't waste my milk, you know, shit like that. And you just sit there and <laughs> pick it if I had finger.
1: that, like if I I don't ever remember being one of those kids that
0: like didn't finish anything, you know,
1: and I don't even know if that's like a fat thing. It's yeah,
0: let's say I think that's a, a joke. Just you that was like a bunt. That would yeah swing at that. Yeah, I, I, I
1: don't think it is. I don't think <laughs> I just don't ever remember my parents being like a dick about that yeah. or anything being that I didn't want to eat that they made. Maybe like Brussels sprouts a little bit, right. but my dad was a cook, and he used to fucking. You know, this is back in this is early eighties, and he used to hook the Brussels sprouts up the way they are now. Yeah, you know they'd have like nice butter. They'd be roasted. Fucking they'd Visionary be, you know, man, fucking awesome. <laughs> so I don't I don't ever remember that. Well, I mean. Warm milk is, is gross. Yeah, it's Unless terrible. Unless it's hot milk, and you know you're going to bed. But I never even knew that was a. You know, I always thought that was something from the movies. It's but weird. you wouldn't have you wouldn't have any trouble getting me to finish
0: my milk. Right, that you, much I can tell you. You would just be down to the bottom of the cup. That's that's a good <laughs> move. I think that's my problem is I would get stalled out about halfway through. and would be like, fuck, <laughs> I don't want to finish. Did it. you ever? Did you ever see Inglorious Bastards? I haven't. Um, I've seen a lot of Tarantino. That's the one that's escaped me
1: at this. So point. in the very beginning, yeah, uh, you know the actor Christoph Waltz, the blonde-headed guy. He
0: plays the Nazi. He's been in a bunch of stuff. I think so. Since yeah, yeah. Then I've seen clips from the movie, so I'm kind of familiar. I just haven't yeah. got to sit down and watch the fucking thing.
1: So when he goes to that dairy farm to find out if they're if they're hiding anybody, and he has that glass of milk and the way he drinks it, ah, that, that
0: how you do it in your house in your fucking underwear. <laughs> you just walk around. Like a Nazi. (laughs) That's how we do
1: it. It's good stuff. But just the way he drinks it as an actor is just like he makes it look
0: so good. How was the family life uh, growing up? Were you trained through your family to to be a trashy person, do you think? Or was it you picked it up around the block and the kids you hung out with and stuff? Like, what do you think was the biggest contributor to your trashiness now? I mean, I just think the East Coast. Period. (laughs) It was the air. Just breathe. It yeah. Up. I
1: mean, I, I just think, you know, that's the way it is. And you just, you know, growing up middle class. Yeah. And, you know, like where my parents came from, I, you know, I, I just think it covered the land. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't I, I would say more, you know, we use garbage and trash in like a light term. Like they're not they're not shitty people by any stretch of the imagination. like no. Think back on my childhood. I had it very easy and I was very lucky. I had two of the fucking coolest parents. I had a big Irish family. I had, you know, aunts and uncles and cousins. And it was just always us all the time. Um, And, like, you know, we weren't rich by any stretch of the imagination. But there was never really anything that I wanted to do, you know, other than, like, have, like, a fucking above-ground pool in the backyard. Yeah. Play with the cousins. (laughs) Like, I was never a big, like, I want to go to Disney World or travel or anything like that. We'd go down to the beach, to the shore. You know, one summer or one one week every summer. And, you know, that was it.
0: Is uh, that the vacation you were talking about where you take two cars and you follow your family like assholes? Just exactly. Just a parade of yeah. shit going down. Yeah. The of, yeah. And that
1: was it. So all that stuff comes from there. You know, it comes from our my parents' generation's struggle growing up. Right. You know what I mean? What they went through as far as like where they were at and the lessons and and, and mannerisms that they took from their family kind of got into us in like a very, in a very 80s way. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it 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 became like, like it almost became like cool. Yeah. Like not, maybe not cool, but like an example would be like if we had a holiday party, it would be, you know, every year we we, we, we have a Christmas Eve party for family and friends at my aunt's (laughs) house. You know what I mean? They both did very well, but the bar would be set up on the washer and dryer downstairs. Like they would take. A tablecloth, they would put it over the washer and dryer. Of course. And the bar would be set up that way.
0: Let me ask it was, you. It
1: was, fu- it was fucking awesome. Did, and, did, like, did. we recognized that as kids <laughs> and, like, how how cool that, you know, like, how special that was and like, a weird way. Does that make sense? That's when we would say, like, oh, my God, that was so garbage. But, you yeah. know, garbage meaning, like,
0: that was so awesome. Yeah. It it gives you character, I think, of nothing else. Think, there
1: you go. There yeah. you go. I, I was struggling for the words. That's right. Yeah. A lot of character. Yeah. So, <laughs> What a character in the burbs and fucking
0: <laughs> PA. I grew up in a trailer park, so it's like I got a lot of character too, but mine is, you is a different brand and uh it's actually one of my questions. I have some questions for you later, Mr. Foley. I We're would love talk to hear about it. how your trashiness. So did you guys get along pretty well? Like, were you a dysfunctional family? You got cousins you talk shit about that ended up crazy? Or were you guys just kind of copacetic when you were in the same place with each other?
1: No, nothing like that. There was, there's never been any, and you know, if there was, it was, you know, nobody was ever going anywhere. Never anything big like that. Uh, I would say dysfunctional. Yeah. I would say emotionally dysfunctional.
0: I'll save that question for Kevin Ryan. I bet he might have a different answer. We'll see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but with us, no. No, no, no one ever, no one ever split up. We never stopped talking to your relatives or, you know, anything like that. I don't think they would ever let that happen because, you know, we love each other so much. And, you know, for, ever since I was a kid like that, like this is your family. You never turn your back on your family yeah.
0: was instilled in me at such a young age. It's good. You know what it, I mean? It's a dying thing now. Like, I don't have it, but I have shit family. Like, that's the problem. If you actually have somebody worth sticking up for and taking care of, then it's nice. <laughs> sure. you gotta Yeah, and I shoes. also
1: recognize that, too, that, you know, and I'm very grateful for that, that I was very lucky with, you know, with my family and, you know, who my parents were and how my parents were to me and stuff like that. Yeah. It was honestly, it was, it, was a, it was a suburban fantasy. It was the fucking best. Now, I had anxiety, terrible anxiety that I didn't realize it was anxiety all growing up that, you know, might've been from like, you know, seeing people argue and, you know what I mean? You know, all that kind of stuff, you know, there there's definitely flaws in their character. Right.
0: But never but like, come I definitely, to blows. I
1: definitely recognize and appreciate that I was extremely, extremely lucky. Right. Well, that was one. I, of hit the- I hit the lottery. And from that, you know, it put me in this place to be able to look
0: at all these things and then celebrate them. Does that make sense? Yeah, you can look at stuff objectively and appreciate the yes. fact that you never had a fight at a fucking Fourth of July.
1: <laughs> I mean, it might have been a little bit of that, but never like never like a like a fight. Fight. No, we were we were we loved being around each other. We were getting fucking hammered. And, yeah.
0: I think there there's the Fourth of July for me. Like my arm, grandma's arm got broken. My uncle flipped his truck. My mom, my mom you said your
1: grandma.
0: Oh, dude, it was a crazy fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle just got out of prison, got into a fight with my ex crackhead uncle, and then my grandma got pushed. She broke her arm, and then he flipped his truck. It was, it was the Fourth of July. One of many. That's a
1: fucking Fourth of July for <laughs> you right there. Holy shit!
0: But it's Bert. talk to me on the fifth. Dude, it is it is ingrained in me like white trash DNA, and it sucks now because I've I've heard you make the point that like it skips generations and it starts to be bred out of you. Unfortunately for me, my wife she has a little in her; she's got a touch of the trash, but like we balance out well, and I'm hoping this kid will be a little less trashy than the two of us. Which is there's hope. I mean, they will, but you want
1: you want I, I think you know we you want the next generation to have the good parts of the garbage in them, right? You know what I mean. Like the recognition to do certain things. Like what would you say is like one of the most like old school, maybe frugal or like, th- you know, mannerisms that you picked up from your parents? Like, I don't know whether it's like saving the trash bags or something like that. What to- would be something like that? But like, you know what I mean? You want you want you want to have that in your ne- in the next generation. So like and I don't think that's something that can go away. You know, it's not, it's not like all of a sudden he, he's going to be sipping champagne and eating caviar in the fucking south of France. I don't know. He might well be doing that, but I guarantee he's got batteries in the fridge, you know?
0: This kid likes to sit on the couch and fucking watch cartoons. I mean, that's <laughs> – and he does it with me. We'll just sit there just damn near Al Bundy style watching old cartoons. I like that, that he's not, you know, fucking – he's too good to come hang out with me. How,
1: how old of a guy are you, if you don't mind me asking?
0: I'm 33. 33. 33. Okay,
1: yeah. 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 So, I mean, we're 10 years apart, but – that's also something
0: too. You're like, only you're only 23, Holly. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like sitting
1: in the couch because like, we used to do that same thing. We would sit on the couch with my dad and we'd watch like Tom and Jerry or he would show us like All in the Family. Yeah. Or like you know like old school shows like that. And that's kind of where you know where the where it starts.
0: It's getting know? tough. They're already changing cartoons. Like I'm watching old stuff with him and like just Bugs Bunny cartoons with like. I mean, he's a rabbit, so they shoot at him a lot. Like it wasn't just Elmer Fudd with his fucking guns. Like that, people shot at Bugs Bunny all the time. And like watching that with a four year old now, I kind of go like, "Oh shit!" Like, am I a bad parent? <laughs> like they're fucking, you know, walking around fucking throwing each other off cliffs and stuff. And I'm like, he's laughing. I guess it's okay. Fuck, I don't it, know these yeah, days. Yeah, no.
1: I think I think for the most part that
0: you know that's where they get that out of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. Trash TV, cartoons. I hope it never dies, man. I love the old stuff, and I'm going to put 100%. it every day. I'm going to just hammer it into his head, Popeye, and fucking Flintstones and shit.
1: <laughs> it's the kids who weren't allowed to do that stuff that were like raised so strictly. They're the ones that fucking snap and shoot up
0: the mall, you know? A little bit. You got to have an outlet. Got to have an outlet. I don't know. I think as a kid, I just got into to other shit. Like, Did you have any bad habits as a kid that, that lent itself to trashy behavior? Like...
1: I, I I'm like I'm inherently an addict. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether it's uh, food, drugs, alcohol, sex. You know. More. I'm never never satisfied, never full. Yeah, absolutely. More more, more There was tons of shit that I did that, you know <laughs> to like to like sneaking food or like eating a whole box of like, you know, granola bars or eating a whole thing of cereal and apps a fucking loot.
0: Sneaking food is a weird one, right? I have a little bit of it. I think it's it's a little bit fat kid. And see you're talking about maybe like being sneaky, sneaking eating. Sneaking food. food like a fatty foley. Like this is this is on my list and this has gotta be one of the trashiest fucking things that I do. Like we didn't have a lot of money when I was a kid. So like if somebody has some good shit, I would take it. Like at their house, if you offered me good food, I'm gonna eat it. So mm-hmm. like when I go places and somebody shows up with let's say like a pack of tacos, right? somebody, hey, I brought a bunch of tacos. One hundred percent at least two of those tacos are going in my pocket. Like in my khaki shorts. Oh, really? No, I'd see, I, I would not be do too it.
1: embarrassed to do something
0: like that. Oh, I don't do it out in front of anybody, Foley. I hide it and stick it in my pocket. I wear cargo shorts. So I just I slide one in there. And then when I get home, my wife will be looking at me, and she's like, you got food in your pocket, don't you? And I'm like, what? And yeah, a fucking taco pocket, man. It's a thing. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty <laughs> trashy.
1: That's pretty trashy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So you're talking about like eating burgers on the way to fucking go eat dinner or something. I think I heard you guys talking about that. Like, I get that. No, we were, Ari
1: was Ari was telling a story about Ralphie May would do that.
0: Yeah. So that when he got there, he'd
1: be like, "Oh, I'm not that hungry. I'll just take it, whatever." Which I that's a fucking genius move, and I love
0: it. I heard that guy could put him down. Like I've heard about some of the sushi bills and stuff like that. So maybe it wasn't a bad plan. You get some filler in there. Get some good old mm-hmm. fashioned corn <laughs> from McDonald's and their burgers. Stuff it down in there, man. So addictive behavior, that's got to be interesting being a comic. Has that put you in any compromise situations thus far? What do you mean? uh, Have you had any issues with drugs, sex, alcohol, uh, partying too hard? Like have you had to have that that moment where you sat down and had a chat with yourself yet? Uh, I mean, I have that chat with myself all the time.
1: (laughs) Cooler heads prevail, thank God. (laughs) Right. Um, No, never – I mean, yeah, we well, you know, coming up when we were like you know, like I said, we were in like the workout room and like, you know, it didn't matter. There was times where, you know, I would, you know, have, have, have a couple too many in me or you yeah, know, maybe a little bit of that, that, that,
0: that so what is crazy know, fully like on stage, I guess, or in a comedy club? That's what I'm curious about, like
1: not great, but never 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 at a club. No. I would okay. I would never I, I would always be too worried to to you know, clubs are so precious to me as a comic just because when we started in Philly, it was very um You know, we all wanted to be in, you know, a certain club and, you know, they didn't want anything to do with this. So, you know, it it created that like, you know, you put it on the pedestal and like, you know, Mm -hmm. when you get that opportunity, you don't fuck around. So thank God I I know when to turn it off. Now, the second I leave that place, (laughs) maybe disappear for a couple hours, even
0: the parking lot. (laughs) It's like, I got to go, guys. I'll be back. (laughs) No, we always always keep it professional. That's good, man. I'm happy for you. Like you know i understand that it's a long road uh on the particular one that you're on and i'm just you know i know a lot not a lot of people get to do what you have done thus far and are doing currently so i i'm just well thank you
1: i'm very I, proud I, of you. i recognize <laughs> that and appreciate that and we hopefully have a lot more uh, a lot more to do and a lot more to go and we're excited about it
0: i said it in the the before show and it's kind of the way i feel about it like the best thing about your show is not every episode might apply to every single person it hits me in the heart a lot but it's funny to me when you have a guest on and you finally cross the line like they'll play along and it's all fun and games and it's some (laughs) shit and then you hit that one thing that they do excessively and you're like why is that trashy what the fuck (laughs) man and then both of you just start hammering them because it you're usually right and they're like i didn't even think it was like that it's like are you serious right now yeah it's funny, man. It's fun you know there's a lot
1: of things out there that are trying to divide people yeah and you know we think are uh, you garbage is something that you know brings people together which is is really fun and it humanizes the comics you know what I mean and there are a lot of questions and a lot of stories that wouldn't just come up naturally in a regular podcast
0: right that's the beauty of the show format has, has there Thank been anybody you. yet that you I mean obviously you've probably enjoyed a bunch of them is there one that you've been surprised at like when you got there you were like I don't know what just happened here. That is not what I thought.
1: I gotta tell you, man. Brendan Sagalos. I don't know if you heard that episode. I heard one of the sex, fucking yeah. funniest. And I was not <laughs> expecting any. The, the story with the the thing between him and his or his parents.
0: Like, did his I dad? They, just, they got a divorce, and he slept on the they couch. They got or separated, or yeah. but he
1: stayed in the house, and he took Brendan's room, and oh, Brendan man. had to live in the den in high school. Yeah, and dude, there is nothing. Fucking funny, <laughs> he, Brendan is just so funny, and it's like now I get why he's the way he is. Yeah, that that's that that's an episode that really sticks out of my mind. It is his. What's and cra- then any time that we get to do them. With people that we started with, like our really good friends, yeah, like you can tell there's a little bit of a difference as far as like how rapid fire the jokes are going back and forth, shit on each other, yeah, like the Tommy Pope episode and the Dave Temple episode. I was gonna say probably yeah. two of my favorites too.
0: Temple was great. I've had Temple uh, on here. He's Temple, a great guy. Fucking dying, yeah, and I, he likes. He'll just start talking, and it's like, God damn it, like I can't breathe. This is fucking. This oh, should be illegal. Dude, <laughs> so good because we know each other so well, right? You know.
1: And that's an interesting thing, too. It's like, you know, sometimes people come on that don't really know us. They're like, you know, maybe they think we're judging them. But, like, our friends know how fucking garbage we are.
0: Right. Like, you have no room to be judging me, motherfucker.
1: Yes. Yes. So, you know, so it's all... It's all fun and games. It's great.
0: Yeah, no, those are definitely two great episodes. I'm hoping to get Pope on sometime soon. I've been in contact, but yeah, this Philadelphia man. I know you said that everything was kind of slow when you were coming through, but you guys have produced some peoples, and I don't know if there's something in the water up there or what the fucking deal is. But I met a lot of Philly comics, and they're all awesome people.
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't say it was slow. It was just you know we just kind of had to we kind of had to fend for ourselves, and it was it was weird how. It materi- like, I understand what you're saying, right. 100%. And, you know, we all recognize that, too. And it is a very special thing that, like, a lot of these people from different walks of life at the same time kind of decided, hey, you know, I'm going to start comedy. Right. And, you know, this one, you know, I was 32. You know, somebody else is 23. Somebody's 19. This one and, the, you know, every, just all different backgrounds, all different walks of life. And, you know, we normally wouldn't have come together probably in a lot of situations. And, yeah, it, you know, looking back on it now, it, it really, really was special that that we all kind of came together at that certain time and, yeah. you know, in that certain corner of the world. And we all had the same work ethic. That was the craziest thing. Every single one of us was like everything else in our life is secondary starting right now. And we're going to do everything in our fucking power to get really good at this. We all had planned It was never there was never a doubt of of not moving to New York right it was like get as good as we can here hopefully something happens then we move to New York and, and and you know we keep going and we all had that same mentality it was like we were all thinking the same thing and you know just fucking just constantly just pushed each other and pushed ourselves and shit on each other and was very brutal and honest with each other and Emotionally, it's paid off. As far as far as the business, I don't know.
0: Well, it's that, great because a lot of times it's not going to. You know, unfortunately, you're going to have right. people that are going to try to fuck you over. It's nice to have – it's not spite. I don't think that's the right word because that would breed like a lot of backstabby shit, which I'm sure you deal with. But to have a cohesive group of people that push each other because the other person is that much better or does that much better. Like that's what you need if you're going to be successful. And it's awesome. You could be a part of that, dude. Yeah. Well – Superstar I don't want oh, to take a, out of here I don't want to take up A whole lot of your time But uh I did have some things I wanted to ask you about With your trashiness Since I like to uh, Kind of turn it on people I think it's a good I've been, format. I've been
1: waiting for this Fire away I can't wait to hear them
0: Well one of them I already asked you I'm going to ask you again Just so I get a, a Public admission here Because this is one That I hold personally Pretty close to the heart H. Foley Do you drink water From the bathroom sink?
1: <laughs> I yeah. don't now Yeah but we have the, our, for some reason, OK, I live in the story of Queens. The water here is unbelievable. And then when you run that water through an ice cold Brita and leave it in the fridge, no matter when you fucking change the filter, yeah. it's still unbelievable. Correct. One of the most quenching. So I go there a lot. That's, you know, we go we go get the Brita. But one of the most quenching things in my life have been in the middle of the night as a kid going into this bathroom, yeah. cranking on the fucking cold water. Using your little hands as a cup? Not even a cup,
0: just, <laughs> just
1: just crushing it.
0: Do you think about drinking the shit through your nose? You just fucking put your fingers up, you oh, put your dude. face in it. I've done that as an adult too much. I like
1: a good, I like a good <laughs> water fountain too. I'll tell you that right now. You get me a good school water fountain yeah. that has a nice stream that's ice cold, and
0: it kicks Woo! on. It kicks on right when you turn the little knobby, and it oh, goes. Oh, that's fucking clean living. Like a because I wrestled unit. in
1: high school, we used to. <laughs> Like when when school was over, we would run around the school. Like that's where you know we'd we'd work out. Yeah, we'd like run this trail through the actual hallways, and there'd be like the good hallway that had the fucking awesome water fountain. You stop and you hit that pit Woo! stop. <laughs> good times.
0: I guess your coach cared more about you than you did. We just had Gatorade. The dumb bitches like they were all trainers, but they were eighth grade girls. You know what I'm saying? So they would just throw ice in a Gatorade container. And it had a water hose, they would spray the water in it. And the grass would get in there. You didn't even fucking care. Like you just no, you
1: dude. I'm, let me tell you something. In college, some grass we in. Had, <laughs> in college football, we had something called Exceed, yeah, which was like a shittier version of Gatorade. Like picture Gatorade, but the sugar. Yeah, dude. Any of that? First of all, Gatorade is one of my favorite things in the world. It's great. <laughs> and yeah, you didn't care as long as that shit was cold. On yeah. a fucking when you're dying, your, ugh, your head so is good.
0: swollen because it's so hot. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, let's see. That one was a little bit of a swing. Hey, it's in there, just not lightly, So that's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what is your? Well, yeah,
1: I ba- I backed that a hundred percent. Drinking out of the faucet in the sink. You, if you got if you got good flow and it's ice cold, yeah. you're crazy. Not though.
0: It's cosine trash. You just don't happen to do it as much as you used to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say the reason I don't do it is because my bathroom sink isn't. Uh, it's not. It's, it's not. Not. Not set up for it.
0: Yeah. Well, you smack your goddamn head on the faucet when you're
1: reaching. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's. It's too. It's one of those spigots that's too close to the bowl. Like, I wouldn't be able to get in there. you just got
0: to put your half your face in there and get your... Exactly, your yeah. My neck, head's too fat to do that anymore. Get your neck, chin, all, and your fucking toothpaste skin marks. Nice. Right. Okay, here's one that's fun because I don't know if this is going to apply to you. This is kind of like a southern version of this game. So there's a few things in here. Is anyone in your family nicknamed after a color or an animal? Do you have a red or a blue or a gray? Yes, we have a red,
1: but it was because of his red hair. Yeah. We're huge on nicknames.
0: right. Oh, Huge! I, I bet you've got some good ones. Well, does your grandma have a nickname?
1: Um,
0: Maybe. Not well, we called it.
1: We, we called our one grandma Mom. But on my dad's side, who's from my my, you know, my both of my parents are from upstate uh, Pennsylvania, right? And on that side of the family, or the people that lived up there, my great uncle's nickname was Red. His wife's nickname was Billy. Okay, that's what her I'm looking for. Her real name is Mary Catherine,
0: uh-huh. but it's just
1: all nicknames. My dad's nickname was Igor. He also has the nickname Tucker T and all of my first cousins on that side there's four boys you had uh, Joe Patrick Kevin and Edward and their nicknames were Flo the Duck, Eddie Mugabe and Ziggy or sometimes special K
0: yeah I'm gonna put a check mark on this one right here so uh, my one...
1: brother's nickname's the Boone or the squirrel
0: yeah <laughs> And mine was
1: Hank or Hammer or anything like that.
0: Yeah, anything variant of Hank. Yeah, my kid's name is yeah, Tucker.
1: They and, got nicknames, man.
0: Yeah, my kid's name is Tucker, and uh, we have a lot of fun with that one in my house. So I, I can get behind it, man, one hundred percent. Wait, call- that's your that's your son's
1: uh, full name is Tucker? Real name,
0: yeah, Tucker. That's, that's great. That's I call a, I, That's such a great name, Tucky T, all the time. It's great. It's a little, a little bit lighthearted now. We're getting all the family stuff. Nicknames is definitely yeah. on the list. Like if you have nicknames for your family people, that's that's some trashy shit, bro. <laughs> I'm trash,
1: man. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking
0: god. Okay, well what's your stance on sandwich loafs? Do you have a favorite loaf, H Foley? You mean like olive loaf or something like that? Olive loaf, pimento, loaf, loaf it's any so kind weird. of meat Dude, that is I, square and like processed with shit in it.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm a huge baloney guy. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's so strange that you bring this up. So we've been trying to do keto for maybe like a month. Okay. My mom's trying to get my dad to do it and all that kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, me and my girlfriend have been going back and forth between our apartment here in Queens and to their house in the suburbs just because, you know, it's the summer and why not? Yeah. Like, I like liverwurst. I like pate. Uh-huh. I like um, what is it like chicken livers and all. I love all that shit. And i always remember seeing olive loaf, but we never got it really. You know, I think I don't know why I, I'm, I'm sure my dad had it when he was a kid. But like I'm saying, coincidence, magically, two weeks ago, I'm at my parents' house. I go in to make myself a couple roll ups because that's what a fatty does on keto. You make a roll up with a piece of cheese and a pickle and some fucking lunch. (laughs) <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and act like it's just as good as with the bread. And it's a good, oh, it's a good bread. fucking
0: snack, Foley. I'm just saying, you just I eat like the problem is you get a whole plate of that shit. You're like, I got 15 <laughs> you can roll ups. Like
1: fucking, <laughs> you eat a half a pound of turkey. What the fuck?
0: You walk out there like a waiter, just with a whole goddamn plate of shit. They're like, hey, you brought a bread. I said, fuck you. This is my dinner.
1: You <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. They had roast beef. Yeah. Now this was the good grocery store too. They went. They go to the to get the lunch meat. They go to the good grocery store. They go to McCaffrey's. Ooh. Like, we got it at McCaffrey's. Yeah. Like, it's fucking Beluga caviar. Um, <laughs> but they had a half a, or a quarter pound of olive loaf.
0: Was it, good? <sighs> it was was good? It good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Dude, it was fucking, it was just like great baloney with olives in it
0: with more shit it's it's terrible meat with shit in it it's great it's fantastic and it was like
1: sliced paper thin and folded it up ah oh, man.
0: that's it like I as a kid we would get stuck with the ham loaf which is basically just spam in a square like thing and like they okay. would slice it but yeah pimento loaf pickle loaf like it's all kinds of shit would just we're I love stuff.
1: spam too and my girlfriend's from Hawaii and they they do spam so fucking well. That's what's up. They do this thing for breakfast called uh, well I guess they have it all the time, but it's like their snack is called mousebee. It's like a little a little like thing of rice with a piece of spam on it and it's wrapped in seaweed and sometimes it has an egg on it. Yeah. Oh, fucking
0: killer. You put eggs on dog shit, I'd probably try it. I'll be honest. Right? Yeah, yeah. Eggs. It's so
1: crazy as I'm older, looking back, how many more things I could have put eggs on. Okay, I avocado. think about that all the
0: time. Avocados. Like, I didn't I just put me? an egg on that. Yeah, it would have been better with a
1: fucking egg. I'm actually. I'm trying to write a joke about that, but that's, you know, it's like cause like like you know what's great, putting an egg on a burger. Yeah. You ever done that? Put it in, Put
0: a fried egg on on a hamburger. It doesn't work on everything though. You put a fried egg on some cereal. Like No, it's gonna but be, you, 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 you it's know gonna what's crazy,
1: how good it is? <laughs> if you have pizza left over, you can have pizza for breakfast the next morning if you put a fucking fried egg on it, and it's
0: unbelievable. Okay, hey, here's a white trash test. You ever took an Eggo waffle or two and take you a fried egg and slap it in between the two of them and have you an Eggo waffle egg sandwich? Funny, I've done yeah.
1: I've done everything you could possibly <laughs> with do Eggos. with an Eggo waffle. <laughs> <laughs> that is illegal in in, in the Bible Belt. Uh, During 11. the quarantine, we were just we were, we were I was out of control for like the first yeah. month and a half. Man, I was just going to the grocery store, spending like three four hundred dollars, crushing the freezer section. Strong but meat. I was doing uh I was doing ham and cheese on a on a folded up ego waffle. That's pretty good. Oh, a with a little syrup, mm-hmm. dude. It was like a. Like a trash bag Monte Cristo. It was fucking awesome. It's beautiful, man.
0: All right. Next question, sir. Speaking of breakfast, when is the last time you walked into a hotel and had free continental breakfast, though you didn't actually stay there?
1: Never done that. I would be what? too scared. Yeah, I would be too scared. I would be too scared to get caught. You have never I'm not a, I'm not a big... Uh, I'm not big on the... Uh, stealing. Stealing. Yes,
0: <laughs> I was going to say you don't seem like a. I'm
1: not, and, and it's not thief. not even because I feel you know, I'm just worried that I I would never want to get caught doing something like that.
0: You wouldn't want to be caught being a fat dude stealing food.
1: That's yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know. I just or like even like my buddies that like you know would steal like candy bars from the store. Yeah. that was never my thing. I don't know why, and it's not like a you know I'm above that. It's just I never had that affliction.
0: No, get in, you get caught. You get in trouble. I understand that. Nobody likes getting in trouble. Foley, look, this one's better. This one might hit a little better. Do you hang up your t-shirts? Because <laughs> <laughs> my t-shirts are folded up in a drawer. Now I fold them a special ah, way. Dude. But but a dress t-shirt. We might.
1: Have, I might have to ask that one on the fucking show. I'll give you credit. That was, that was fucking.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, dress Wait, what's, t-shirt. What's trashy? Hanging them up or folding them? Hanging them up. What is it? A dress T-shirt? You put it on a fucking hanger. Did you iron your T-shirt,
1: dude? I got like thirty T-shirts hanging up. That's all I do is hang them up. Shame on oh, you. Ah, that's too funny. Oh man, you gotta yeah.
0: fold them up for. You gotta fold them up and put them in the drawer for efficiency, like that Asian lady on the fucking Netflix. Nah,
1: I hate that. I, I hang them up. I mean, I did. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I have. I have had them in the. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, man. you hang your t-shirts up. You're fucking trash.
0: Yeah, so it's a, it's a t-shirt. You hang up dress shirts. Does it have buttons? Uh, you hang up shirts with buttons. You don't fucking hang up t-shirts. That's really good. And if you hang it up and
1: it's still wet, you get those little bumps on the side.
0: One hundred percent. You put little lines um, down your side like a goddamn mm-hmm. general. No, here you go. That's really good. Have you ever made I an? Imp- have to write that one down, Yody, <laughs> That's funny. Have you ever made an improvised explosive device?
1: No,
0: no. Oh, no, come well, on now. No, let's, let's tune it down. Have you ever made something blow up because your uncle was like, Yeah, you just mix dry ice and some shit in a bottle and you put it in a thing and then it explodes? I don't think we did that. We were. draino bombs. We got a little loose with the fireworks. Sparkler bombs. That's point. another one. Yeah. You ever tape a shitload of sparklers together and try to let that blow up?
1: <laughs> we have done that. I feel like we tried to maybe blow up a gas can once. Yeah. But there was one summer where uh, the bottle rockets. We would play war in the woods, uh, near an abandoned mine shaft. And I, when I think back to this mine shaft, I can still see it in my head. It's like something at a it. There was this concrete like bunker, okay? <laughs> yeah. And this this pitch black hallway. And you couldn't see it was like beyond dark after like yeah. a foot in. It was and a death there,
0: trap for children. That's all it was in the middle of the woods. Exactly. And there
1: was some kind of hole in there. And dude, it was so fun. I, I I like sometimes I'll like sit up in a panic thinking about <laughs> what the fuck were you doing? Yeah. We were playing around that and we were taking um bottle rockets and we were using them like a bazooka and like a little tube yeah. and shooting them at each other in the fucking face.
0: Beautiful. That I was think, the eighties. Yeah, bottle rocket wars is pretty, pretty up there. I think that's like a seven point four on the scale following. <laughs> okay.
1: Only to be seconded by the Roman Candle War.
0: Oh no! Here's here's a good one, and now that Which I just become
1: fashionable with the protest.
0: Roman candles are cool. You just got to be quick, man. Like you got to keep your eye on them fucking things, because some of them they're not that fast. And big motherfuckers though, like people getting blown up with the mortars going wrong, mm-hmm. like that sucks. But yeah, Roman candles, just move your fucking head, man. Pay attention. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty fun. Look, so here's one that I think might actually hit a nerve. Let's see. Do you currently have a Letterman jacket in your possession, and is it yours? <laughs>
1: It's at my parents' house. Yes. And yes, it's in the closet. It's my football letterman jacket. There's three bars that are pins Uh that are on the front of it for the three years that I played varsity on display. And there is also a framed high school football jersey in what was my bedroom.
0: Sexy. You should get that. You should go break that out and put it on your wall at the house. You just hang I
1: it. swear to God, the Letterman jacket still kind of fits.
0: <laughs> I have mine, too. Like I said, some of these are just me uh, projecting a little bit and walking through the house and going, like, that's probably Could you cool. wear that? Like, no. I want to wear it. Uh, you can't. Halloween. Halloween's the only time you get to wear your fucking but, Letterman jacket. What
1: I understand is, like, <laughs> Letterman jackets are cool now, so why can't I wear mine? I think it says Wissahickon and football and stuff. Uh, foley on the side
0: i think so it has to be somebody else's you want to trade i'll mail you mine you can mail me yours we're probably on the (laughs) same side mine's blue and white i think it's great man we'll fucking trade you just can't wear your own shit because you look like a dipshit walking around with your fucking name on your jacket (laughs) that's for fucking i know but it's
1: funny because veterans get to walk around with like my dad's a vietnam vet he walks around with vietnam vet hat on 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 all day
0: how come i can't wear my letterman jacket because nobody's tried to shoot you on a football field (laughs) That's probably why I had to guess. Uh,
1: I can't wait (laughs) to ask my dad that question. (laughs) I love a good comeback for that.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, When is the last time you went dumpster diving or to a garage sale?
1: Uh, Garage sale, it's been a long time. Dumpster diving, never. I would never jump into a dumpster. I'd be be too scared. You've
0: never gone. Oh, you don't steal. Okay. I'm going to have to switch these up. I'm so sorry, but I keep thinking and I read these and I go. Okay, we're gonna- No, but
1: the garage sale was really good. But I mean, it's, it's, as a kid, yeah, getting drugged to those fucking. Yeah. It would be like a spurt of Saturdays, you know, where you would do that in the summer.
0: Six, a.m. I always thought they
1: were pretty awesome, to be honest with you. It's- they always smelled really good. They smelled like old things and. There was always the promise of, like, finding, like, a toy that was going to be a nickel that you knew your mom would get you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's clean living as far as I'm concerned. I love a good garage, garage
0: I sale. I don't think so. I think it turns out flea market people, which is just as bad. It's, like, just the same thing. It just it costs Flea market's
1: more. a little crossing the line. Is it? You go to a flea market <laughs> once a year. Yeah. I don't or know, once man. every
0: couple of years. I was, like, not a goof,
1: but, like, uh I don't know. There's something coming up that you need a lot of something really cheap for. And no one's going to know that you got it at a flea market. (laughs) You know, like I could see like, you know, if somebody was getting married and they wanted to find the little holders to put the napkins in and they needed a hundred of them and it didn't matter because, you know what I mean? It was just going to be like some little tchotchke thing on the on the table. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but then you grab a Kobasa sandwich and you fucking keep it moving.
0: You can't really haggle at a flea market. That's the difference. People are just like, no, there's how much it costs. My grandma was the king. She'd be like, I will give you five dollars for that whole box of shit, and then they'd be like, nah. And then she'd be like, I'll come back around three, and then come back and just buy a whole box of shit. She'd slip more stuff in there. She was, I think she bred hoarders. Like I just happened to shake it off at a certain point, but it's always fun and game until you meet somebody, like until you see somebody you know from school. And you're buying oh, somebody else's fucking the clothes. The hoarding
1: thing really creeps up on, on like, our parents' generation. Don't mm-hmm. you think? And, like, people that when, like, they just start to get to a certain
0: age and for whatever reason. It's a good it's deal. Trauma, it's a good deal, Foley. You want to get more shit for your money. And, you know, it's just accruing more shit. I told my mom. I was like, get rid of all your shit because that's what I'm going to do. I don't need none of your shit. You know? I'm big
1: on that. I wouldn't want to get rid of the stuff at, like, my parents' house. Like, you know, like, the memories and stuff like that. But. Especially in comedy, I've always kept it very loose. Like, right now is the is the first time where I've, like, you know, had an apartment where I'm, like, you know, not bogged down, but, like, normally up until, like, you know, a few years ago after we had moved into this apartment together, me and my girlfriend, and we started to accumulate couches and TVs yeah. and all that stuff, I could be gone in fucking 30 seconds flat. <laughs> grab the computer, grab the guitar, yeah. grab my fucking my bag of shit, and I'm fucking... Whoosh, Fuck gone. you. I'm out. And I kept it that way for the most of the time in comedy. Yeah. And I would constantly throw shit out just to keep it that loose. Like, just throw out it's good. Like, you know, clothes that don't fit or this or that or the other thing. Just, you know, I, I, it's very cathartic.
0: It's just extra shit. I mean, we got a lot of shit here now, but I am saying it was more. I just, I try to purge that stuff out because I don't want to be one of the fucking people that just has shit stacked on top of shit. It doesn't work. He said with a pile of shit right over his shoulder. Right there. <laughs> Double pile of shit. I see it. <laughs> okay. This is a good one. Speaking of swap meets and stuff, how many swords have you owned in your lifetime, and do you have any in your possession currently?
1: No swords. Okay. Um, I did have a Chinese, one Chinese star for a little while. And I'm not saying I didn't want a sword. I thought, come on. What am I, an asshole? I wanted a sword. They just weren't I was never going to be able to get a sword. A pocket knife I was able to come across once or twice, but even that was limited. Right. And the one time I had a Chinese star, one of my cousins who was older was babysitting, and he like, you know, it, it came out through the course of the babysitting that I had a Chinese star. I just it had just come into my possession. Right. And he took it and fired it off into the woods.
0: Just gone, didn't he? <laughs> What <Yeah>. a bitch. <laughs> so I mean,
1: so I wouldn't hurt myself.
0: Yeah. It's actually a sore subject, but I'm glad I didn't lose a fucking eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well here, lighter note. Would you rather give up ketchup or ranch forever?
1: Which would I rather give up, ketchup or ranch? Definitely ketchup. You
0: think you'd do without ketchup?
1: Yeah, I could do without ketchup.
0: I don't know. I can make it work. I think I'd go the other direction, just being honest. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ranch is okay. Ketchup is a necessity for things like french fries and such.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I could do the ranch.
0: Do you put ketchup in your chili?
1: Yes, we do put ketchup in our chili. We put a little bit of ketchup in our chili and we also put a little bit of um
0: Campbell's tomato soup. Yeah. Sometimes. We it's put, really good. Like after the fact. It's I've done it and a lot of other people in my family, other people, it's you take the ketchup and you give a squirt when you get a bowl of chili. I found out not somebody looked at me weird and they were like, What the fuck? And I was like, It makes it awesome. Like you put ketchup, that spent all goddamn day making this chili. You put some ketchup in the chili. It's like, well, fuck you. It's my chili now. But yeah, apparently, that's frowned upon in upper class societies. You, don't you can put, see that.
1: Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes, well, I'll put a little squirt in the spaghetti. Like if I'm making spaghetti sauce, we ground the meat. We have a you know a yep. jar of spaghetti sauce from the store. I'll put a little squirt of that, squirt of that, in there to sweeten it up. I K- fucking love that. Ketchup. Sweet great. tomato sauces are my favorite.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. Like on a meatloaf. Oh, forget it. <laughs> have you ever eaten food while driving that required utensils? <laughs> if it did, I
1: didn't use them. Yeah, but I'm a I'm a big drive and eat guy. It's pretty if good. We go to the drive through, and I have to you know drive home and park and walk up. I'm always getting a fucking extra burger for the ride. There's nothing better than cracking open a fucking McDouble as you're pulling out of the McDonald's parking lot.
0: <laughs> you got to get it just right. You got to get the ketchup bullshit side up so you don't wipe that all over your face while you're driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I got a couple more here because I don't know these. I didn't get too deep in. This is one I'm just curious about. Did your grandma or any female person in your family have a bedazzled cigarette case? Any smokers yes. in your family? Yeah. Yeah, m- multiple. Can you describe some of them for me? Like any in particular that stand out from your childhood?
1: Uh, you know, my one aunt had one that was all like bedazzled out with like sequins and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. You know, she would have her name on she, it she,
0: or maybe a skull or something? Like.
1: She would go through cycles, yeah. cycles of different ones. For those of uh, you My out older there. aunts, they would just have their standard one. Yeah. That was their pack, their cigarette pack with the lighter and all that stuff in there. I thought those things were fascinating when I was a kid.
0: Right? They're like little purses. For guys that don't know, the old young gentleman out there who was smoking wasn't cool and probably part of your family, like our grandmas and stuff used to have like this little pouch. It was like, I don't know, pleather little pleather pouch, like a coin purse. Could have been made of anything, yeah. Yeah, they were literally made out of everything. And it's a little thing you open up, and you slide a whole pack of cigarettes, sometimes two in there. Stuff a lighter down in there, shit. A one-hitter. Seen that a few times. hmm Yeah, everybody's nana or their aunt had one. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's up weird. there with the beer koozies. Oh, I got titties for days. That's definitely something that stuck with me. I got titties on, titties on, titties. We can't have warm beer in my presence. What's the first beer you ever got drunk on, Foley?
1: It was a combination of Moosehead, Molson, and probably Bud Ice. I remember the Moosehead specifically because I still think about it every single time I'm offered or for some reason, we've had a a rekindling with Moosehead at my my house. My dad really likes it. Yeah. So that's in the garage fridge in bottles. These were cans, warm, ninth grade. Warm beer. Uh, That's got to be on the list. (laughs) Oh, shit. Brutal. I don't miss any of that. Like, I, I, like I, when I look back, like the first times I drank, the, the, it was it was never great. No, it always it always sucked. Yeah. That hangover. People say like the hangovers are worse now. When I was a kid, I remember being like out of my fucking mind with the hangover because I again I didn't understand the anxiety associated with it. Like, why do I feel like this? Like, why why don't I just feel like, you know, like hung over and sick in a good way. Why do, why do I have this fucking terrible anxiety, too? I hate
0: yeah. that shit. I'm going to die. <laughs> just yeah. all around, I'm going to die. Like, this is it. And I never, wasn't a big fan of it. I had Red Dog the first time. And I remember, like you said, you get pretty tore down that first couple times. You tie one on, man. And it just never really stuck with me. So that's good. I was just curious if it was some crazy shit you stole from your your grandpa or something, you slipped out some weird beer they don't even make anymore.
1: <laughs> I still can't smell um, Seagram's or Canadian Club. I'm not sure which one, but just that whiskey smell out of a plastic bottle. Because one day my parents went away for like three hours. I don't know why we thought we were going to get away with this. And me and three of my friends just like made it a mission to drink a bottle of whiskey.
0: <laughs> and I was
1: so sick. And my brother came home right before my parents came home. And he was like, what the fuck? So he's like punching me in the stomach as I'm throwing up into the sink. It was, I, ugh. That and uh, Southern Comfort, can't go near it.
0: Oh, Southern Comfort's fine, man. It's just a small dose. It's like Xanax.
1: Yeah, but it's something that I got drunk on. Yeah. And got sick on.
0: So you've got a scar now. Got a scar. That's the Southern
1: Comfort scar.
0: I think everybody gets it at least once, dude. That's a Christmas drink. <laughs> <laughs> I had one here that, that I was curious about, because it is kind of a, a test of your, your trashiness. Can you remember like the worst gift you've ever received? Like the trash? And I don't mean worse like bad, I mean worse like the, the tackiest thing that you've gotten, and maybe you even still have, I don't know, but like something that somebody gave you, that you were like, oh, I can't, You, I, I don't even understand why you fucking gave this to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hmm... Honestly, no, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, I had one cousin that notoriously kind of gave shitty gifts yeah. around Christmas, but I was pretty lucky as far as that was concerned, because I had so many, I had like two or three aunts that just would literally buy us like a whole other Christmas. Right.
0: They always brought the A game, so it didn't Oh, matter. man. <laughs>
1: They, and that was such a classic. And they had like five kids where they had to do that for. It. Yeah, they had their actual grandkids and niece. And then they had their, you know, their brothers and sisters kids. And they always fucking hooked
0: it the fuck up. Uh, well to do in-laws are fantastic. If you ever mm-hmm. get a hold of I highly recommend having at least one set in your family. You get nice stuff <laughs> in your stocking, gift cards and fucking rollers. Somebody and with shit. a little
1: bit of cash fucking <laughs> keeping the operation going.
0: Oh shit. You gave me pistachios? I don't yeah. buy pistachios. This is fucking high life here. This is gross and debaucherous. Have you ever performed a tampa turnaround, H foley? And if you Performed not, a what? A tampa turnaround. A tampa turnaround is when you you go to the bathroom, you take a dump. hmm Then you jerk off. You don't flush the toilet in between. You get up, stand around, drop a load on the turd.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah I've definitely jerked off after I've pooped or before.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Tampa turnaround. That's a, it's a, a phrase that I've coined, <laughs> and I I like to ask gross people. Hundred <laughs> like, percent. Hey, by the way, did you wash your hands after? That's another one that's kind of funny. People started washing their hands a lot after COVID, but I need to wash my hands. I think that would probably more. be
1: a, I'm getting in the shower situation. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I gotta go watch. So it's like I went in there, I locked the door. This is my little space. So whatever <laughs> I want to do,
0: I do. Like a fucking animal. <laughs> I love it, man. Listen, I think you're you're definitely a bright star right now on the, the comedy Thanks, scene, buddy. and I want to see you succeed and do well. And I'm, I'm I want to see
1: you succeed too, man. This is this is this has been so much fun. This is a great podcast.
0: Thank you. And uh, if you would, do you have plugs, shout outs, not shout outs? You got any uh, stuff you like to push? Tell me where to find your show, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, please check out Are You Garbage? We have our own YouTube page. But if you just want to listen to it or take a look at it, every Monday and Thursday, there's a brand new episode anywhere you listen to podcasts and on Are You Garbage on YouTube.
0: I feel like such a fuckhead because I asked you earlier if you were going to start doing two a week and you already are doing two a week.
1: Yeah, we're doing two a week. Are you, but I understand I understand what you meant.
0: Did y'all just right start now, doing that yeah. Like since you came on? We yeah.
1: started two a week when the pandemic started. We had squeezed out maybe three uh, three or four episodes yeah. in, our, in a studio that we rented right before the pandemic. And then once the pandemic started, we started doing that podcast two days a week. Yeah. And we started doing a podcast that we were already still doing called Hard Feelings, where it's just me and Kevin just breaking each other's balls. We've been doing it for about two years we started doing one of those a day yeah. or maybe the first month and a half of the pandemic. And then as are you garbage started to become kind of the, you know, the focus, you know, hard feelings kind of went away, but yeah, we started the two a days or the two a week from, uh, from the pandemic.
0: It's beautiful, man. I'm glad that it drove up your creativity. You know, I think everybody should take advantage of it and it seems like you've done well with that. So bravo, sir. Thank you, sir. Hey, um, have a good evening thank you for coming and uh i'll keep in touch man i'll let you know when jody anytime
1: man you keep in touch let me know when this is out so i can uh, i can share it and everything really
0: great pod congratulations and uh thanks for having me no problem i will warn you um I edit my shows, and it takes a long time because I'm a hobbyist. So uh, it may be months down the line. But what's great is you'll forget all about it. You won't even remember. So then you'll have to listen back to hear the dumb shit you said. See? <laughs> That's right. You take your time with it then, brother. Thanks for everything. Hey, you don't mind
1: if I use that uh, I use that one tag for the, for the roll-up joke? I like that. Looking like the waiter. Can I have that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, my friend. You're a good man.
0: Hey, have a good evening, buddy. I'll talk to you, you soon. You too, buddy. So that was my conversation with H. Foley from the Are You Garbage podcast. He's fucking hilarious, man. And he's he's crept into a lot of the shows that I listen to. And I think he's going to be one of the new wave, one of the, the new funny guys. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of stuff he comes up with. So thanks again, Foley. And uh, yeah, since recording this episode, uh, they've actually started to promote a patreon account and uh, they didn't have that when i last spoke with him so i would like to say if you'd like to catch some of their content go to patreon.com slash are you garbage to find all their new content and uh give that a shot man subscribe and uh, check them out they do great work so that's that guys thanks for listening if you'd like to uh please rate review like subscribe Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your friends, mom, about the show. And I will pay a little bills. Shout out to www.biobidet.com. Use promo code POBOYS. You'll receive 10% off all of your booty washing needs. And uh, yeah, live like a king. Clean your asshole, you filthy animal. Also, please check out CushyDreams.com. That's K-U-S-H-Y, Dreams.com. Use promo code POBOYS. You'll receive 15% off your first order. And uh, this stuff's great, man. Looks like weed, smells like weed. It's not, but... uh, really high concentrates of CBD in their products. And I think that it actually uh, helps a lot for uh, inflammation and stuff like that. So be sure to check that out. Also, if you don't want to smoke your CBD, you can go to willscs.com. Will Cinnamon Shop, he has a variety of CBD products there. You can get all kinds of tinctures, and uh, he has baked goods, cookies, brownies. Man, he's a great guy. It's a small business, and you'd be doing him a solid if you went there, same deal. Promo code POBOYS. I think it's ten percent off. Good times. Um, I hope you all are, are having a wonderful holiday season thus far, given the uh, the circumstances and the temperature in America right now. Uh, I'm I, I hope that everybody will make it through. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of spoiled Christmases next week. So uh, just. <laughs> You know, do what you can do, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll all get through this together, guys. But uh, until next time, I'm that motherfucking Jody B, and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Love you. <laughs>
1: yep. I look something to prove. We're looking for something to say. We eat our bread and we don't mind. Sweet and empty boy oh baby, ever know? It's easy talk, mercy for the wise. Hey, yeah. Oh baby, ever know? Call me the floor no tracker, but them boys just fill me with pride. But them words you speak deep down loving them to irritate. We're not that fool by you, this hard head, you see. You keep your money coming,
0: we'll feed you cheap combs. Them grits keep flowing, baby. Socks, I look green, in. My mama said my boy. Oh, they boy,
1: let's under what they need for it. they ain't never known.
0: I'm a new sponsor, Cushy Dreams. They say, smoke your CBD because you can, and I agree. I've tried all the gummies, the drops, the, the rubs, the oils, all that shit, man. Uh, unfortunately, I'm a big fuck, and I don't think those things are geared for somebody like me, but you know, I do appreciate the process of smoking, bud, and I feel like this is a really neat. Substitute for, you know, if maybe you don't want to get completely stoned before you go do something, it's a CBD flower, actual hemp flower. It's not just some bullshit that they grow in a ditch to roll up and stick inside a cigarette if you've tried those. These are high-quality strains. There's six to actually, uh, you know, boost your your general activities, man. Relax, peace, create, hustle, energy, dream. All of those can have a benefit to you depending on what you're looking for in a CBD product. Uh, you know, I think the interesting thing about these are instead of just having some low-rent, basic-ass CBD flower, they actually get all the CBD they can out of the product as opposed to just, you know, enough to make it work. I've enjoyed it thus far. It looks like Bud. It tastes like Bud. It smells like Bud. I can't believe it's not Buddha. You can go to their website, cushydreams.com. K-U-S-H-Y. Use your promo code POBOYS. You get 15% off your first order. They actually sell little canisters of prepackaged CBD but uh, nitrogen sealed They ship it right to your house, man Or you can get a pre-roll A fat little joint cone, man You can toke on that The prices of the strains can go up, down There's going to be a product for you No matter what your budget is No matter what your ailment is So guys, go there and check it out Use the promo code Get a little discount And actually smoke your CBD Because you fucking can
1: Trying to fuck Miley Cyrus
0: Hobo, blues, clowns. Baby. Hobo, blues, clowns.